catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Welcome to Tony's Tech Side on Africa Tech Radio. This is a special episode because in this set of episodes, uh, this series, we're looking at the different things or areas that are connected to our lives and how we live and the tech space and the kind of things in terms of trends that shaped these sectors and industries from how we worked to AI to cybersecurity to logistics yes 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 logistics and this episode is dedicated to the trends that shaped the logistics space on the continent in 2023 yes i have the ceo of top ship here with me moses Enenwali. okay so moses i want to hear you say your name moses Enenwali. okay beautiful so yeah. let's start with how your you know, 2023, how 2023 went down for you, your personal thoughts about 2023. It could be, you could share this in, you know, in words, in phrases, in maybe a sentence, anyhow you want to describe 2023. Yeah. So I think 2023 was definitely a year of growth. Um, and this is growth across board and in terms of the way, especially in our industry, in terms of the way we operate and also in terms of the size of the industry, but also in terms of learnings, right? So understanding mm. better how to serve our industry and, and the roles to play uh, as platforms that we are, uh, right? But of course, growth, of, of course, also comes with growing pains. Mm. I think we definitely saw a lot of that this year as well. The pains that come with growth, we're not exempt from that, but definitely a year of growth. And so we're very grateful for the lessons and growth and learnings in 2023 okay beautiful now what would be your top peaks of the things that uh, in terms of trends things that shaped the world of logistics on the continent in 2023 yeah so i think of course we, we can't talk about it without talking about the macroeconomic shifts that took place in the year and how that affected supply chains and demand uh, and, and all that. Of course, this this macroeconomic uh, sort of changes have an impact on producing power across the, across the globe, and that tends to have an impact on supply chain, right? Uh, but one of the things that I thought was very interesting was we still saw a lot of growth in 2023, regardless of these challenges, regardless of the drop in purchasing power, especially here in Nigeria, and of course, the global macroeconomic challenges. We still saw a rise in international trade. We still saw a growth in international trade in 2023. So I thought that that was very interesting. I think what that shows us is that even though there has been some macroeconomic challenges, people are still, there's still more international trade being done than ever before. And for us, that's a very positive signal going into going into the next year is that this economy is going to continue to grow. Uh, not because there wouldn't be challenges, but because this is the new norm, right? The new normal is international trading and just like global connectedness. And so merchants in Nigeria are now selling very easily, selling what they make to the USA, UK, Canada, and are shipping it very easily. And that's not slowing down, regardless of the challenges that are, that that the world global economy has faced. Mm. That's not, uh, and so that that's a shift that has that has that has taken place. And I don't, I, I, and the, what the data shows us is that it's not going away anytime soon. So that's definitely one of the one of the big trends that shaped 2023. 
The second one, of course, in my opinion, as a, as a, as a, as a player in the industry would be just a lot more collaboration across board, collaboration with tech platforms, collaboration between carriers and tech platforms and other trade platforms, but also collaborations between people that you, you would normally think of as competition. We play in a very big industry that's very critical. And so oftentimes you would think of a particular player as competition, but when 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 you really really try to scale, you see that okay, this this is someone that I can actually work with to to to, to meet needs, and so we saw a lot more. We saw a lot of that in 2023, especially from our from where we're sitting, and this has a lot to do with the, the massive growth that our industry experienced in, in the year 2023. So those two things. Hmm. Okay, really interesting ones there. Now, in terms of funding. How would you rate the sector in 2023 generally? Yeah. So in terms of, you know, investments, I think, of course, you can't you can't take away the, the fact that the, the, the challenges that the global economy, that was the global economy face, yeah. would have an impact on, on investments, right? And so that was definitely felt in across board in 2023. But that being said, I actually think that it's it's a good thing because at the end of the day, I think just it, it forces businesses to think really critically about their fundamentals mm-hmm. and to focus on pricing their pricing their products or services very 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 properly adequately and not subsidizing the, what, what they sell just because there's capital available right um, and so that's actually a good thing it's healthy in the long term it's sort of like a, a bitter pill that that, that 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 helps and so that's that's the way i see it right and maybe it's an overly, maybe an overly optimistic way of looking at things but i choose to see it that way because i of course i'm definitely one of the people that had to take a very good look at our business and, and think of all the changes that we need to make to be healthier uh because you know some of a lot of these changes have been made and so Yes, there was a slowdown in, in funding, mm-hmm. and again, as a direct result of the macroeconomical shifts. But that is the, lo- the long view is that this is very healthy, and this will eventually help us build more resilient and sustainable businesses. Mm. Now, now you're not you're not the only person. So when I was when I was talking to Onyekamwabu and Sylvester Kiyadade, um Sylvester works with uh, Ingressive and um, Onyeka with SIT. They all also, you know, when we looked at um, funding to tech startups generally, you know, talked about how, oh, it's, you know, healthy, you know, it's actually the way to go if we're going to really grow. And you're also mentioning it. Now, what, what, what do you think in terms of logistics startups closing shop and how hiring, recruitment, and layoffs have happened in the logistics space in 2023. So, to be very honest with you, I think our, our industry has been one of the one of the better, one of the good ones uh, in terms of the impact of this macroeconomic shifts. Mm-hmm. Right? We haven't seen a lot of logistics businesses shut down in 2023. That's just a fact, relative to other sectors, right? And the reason why is because we are, we play in a very essential industry that has a lot of transactions right so a lot of businesses one of the things that they don't struggle with is seeing sales especially in our industry Mm. there's always someone willing to ship something exactly so 
I'm not one of those people that would say, oh, it was a dooms year for the... No, I don't think so. I think that a, a lot of logistics businesses survived in 2023. And that's a good thing. That's a good signal. That's a testament to the health of the industry as a whole and to, the, and to how viable and how essential it is. Right. And so there were shutdowns across board with other, lots of other industries, a lot of other sectors. But our, our sector was actually pretty did pretty well relative to to the others and so i think that that's a very good signal number one and of course like i said you know these things have sort of like a, a ripple effect on on the way your business is run so things like hiring and managing people it, it's also again derivative of what's happening in the macroeconomic scene if there's a sort of slowdown with the way capital is being deployed or, or, or capital investments are being made that of course informs the way you would hire and the kind of talent you, you can hire for, right? But again, the whole point of being a startup is that you're supposed to be resourceful, right? Mm. There's never been any, there's never been any, this startup is not a money making, money, money printing scheme. It's supposed to be the, finding a smart way or a cheaper way to do something, solve a big problem. And that's, that's always been the ethos, the driving ethos behind startups. So startup founders have, have always meant to be missionaries, right? And so um, it's it's kind of shocking when everyone's complaining about times being hard. It's like, yes, you're supposed to be a missionary. Times are supposed to be hard, right? <laughs> um, so it's finding resourceful ways to solve the problems. That's the whole point. Mm. And so for me, I don't think about it as oh, you, you don't you, you can't get ten million dollars to blow on on or to throw out a problem. <laughs> no, you're supposed to find a creative way to solve that same problem without the ten million dollars, mm. because that's what makes you an extremely valuable business. Is that you can solve what's these really big conglomerates couldn't solve with a hundred billion dollars. You could do it with five hundred thousand dollars, and so for me, that's what makes you valuable as a startup, right? That's the whole point: is is the really resourceful, really smart people coming together to solve a problem better. And so, yes, you can you can look at it that way. I choose to look at it that way because I believe that that's true. Mm. Now, talking about solving problems, one of the major things that the logistics sector is supposed to do is to help africans better trade with africans cross-border intra-african trade relations and the afcfta kind of like puts a lot of this responsibility on you know the logistics and supply chain how do you think we fared in terms of actually getting down to last mile cross-border intra-african trade how did logistics sector play in that space in 2023 yeah so i think definitely our best year yet in that regard right there's still a lot more to be done but 2023 has was our best year yet in terms of just the interconnectedness of the continent in terms of trade and again platforms like ours are to take the credits right because the problem has never really been a lack of assets or a lack of planes or buses or vans. The problem has always been the access to data and information to connect all those pieces of assets on the ground. And that's what platforms like ours do, right? And so with the introduction of platforms like TopShape that make it very easy for you to find shipping shipping options and, and make a decision and buy and buy shipping options, it's now a lot more easy. It's now easier than ever before to, to, to ship to an African country or to import from a fellow African country. Can you, do you, can, right. you, can, you can you give like one success um, example or story? Yeah, right. So again, the, the one that I always sort of cite is, you know, prior to now, it used to be a very major challenge to either import or export from South Africa. 
okay. right? And part of the reason why was that because it was a very, there was a very sort of the perception was that well, there was a very hostile customs regime uh, in South Africa that was very hostile towards either imports coming from Nigeria or exports leaving to Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we've done with that is we've created options, right? And so a lot we, we realized that look, a lot of the options that were available for shipping in and out of South Africa are restricted to a certain type of shipping option. And and so and that shipping option obviously has a lot more scrutiny because of the nature of goods that are typically shipped with that option. So we created alternatives, right? And, and those alternatives are now profiled on top ship. And now people can easily ship to that to that country or an import, you know, either perishables from that country without having to go through all those hurdles, right? So that's a big step forward in terms of just the trade between Nigeria and South Africa, right? And so for us, we, we see more of that continue to happen. Again, the scale at which this happens and the rate at which this, this gets implemented can, can definitely be improved upon mm-hmm. because it's not moving fast enough, in my opinion, especially with after I think after can be implemented. Mm-hmm. can start being expected on way quicker than, than, than it is. I think it's one thing to sign a document, another thing to implement on the ground. Mm-hmm. I think that there can be a lot more progress in terms of the speed of the, the implementation on the ground, sensitizing the customs officials and all that stuff. I think that that can definitely move faster. But I think just in terms of interconnectedness of the continent, in terms of trade, this has been the best year yet. And, and that's saying something. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the regulators regulatory frameworks and you know announcements sometimes you know some people would say oh it's not just about the announcements that you make you know in terms of oh there's a framework that's changing or there's a new framework but it's how you communicate it um the persons who are part of you know bringing about that framework you know do you have the players in the space do they know about it Uh, are they getting prepared for it how do you think we've heard logistics players, both the private and the public? By the public now, I mean, you know, the regulators, uh, you know, the government, because over time, Kenya, Nigeria, we've seen, you know, over the years where one announcement literally cripples like a sector or the players in, you know, a particular vertical. So what are your thoughts about how, you know, this relationship worked in 2023? Yeah. I definitely think that you know again it's something that that there's always always room for improvement in terms of the way these things can be done but i think yes definitely better than ever before right and sometimes when you say something has been the best yet it doesn't mean it's great it just means that compared to the previous mm-hmm. years there's progress right and so that progress might be slow and it might be incremental but it's definitely better than where we're coming from and i think that it's going as we continue to make progress towards getting better at these things that they can compound so that's definitely the way I see, I see, I see it. Any high points this year or low points, like learning curves, maybe in terms of regulator and private um, sector player? Yeah, I think I think the the, the the one of the beautiful things that we saw this year was just the willingness on behalf of the regulators to actually help, mm. right? And that's from 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 our own interactions with them especially here in nigeria and and, and not in a place where we play just in just a a significant openness and willingness to actually help and so and and that's in in, you put that in contrast with the the general perception that regulators are very you know hard-handed and always want to come down with a hammer right but now we've seen that no that's not the case that they actually care about the ecosystem and they care about progress and we really 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 very very encouraged by that and we definitely look forward to more engagement regulators going into going into 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 2024. We definitely saw um, just 
a, a very refreshing willingness to help uh, from them this year. So I think that's definitely one of the high points. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to describe the challenges that the logistics sector faced, what challenges comes to mind? So I think definitely one of the big ones is inflation didn't weren't weren't, weren't exempt from the inf- just inflation mm. across board and so definitely uh, making changes to your business to accommodate for all, all the sort of hikes that took place in 2023 and it happened more than once right mm. and so you have at least three or four times over the course of the year you have to go back and look at your your unit economics and look at your business to say are we charging fairly uh, how was our cost of goods sold what are the costs of sales and how is that increasing over the course of the year? Having to do that about three or four times in the year was definitely, you know, a challenge, right? And going into 2024, that was something that a lot of people in space are going to be looking out for to say, hey, how do, how, how do prices, what do prices look like? Right, so I think that's definitely, that's definitely a big one. I think another one is, it's also sort of like, it's, it's, a, bit, it's, a, bit, it's a bit tricky, but I think um, just finding the right the, the, the right sort of collaborate the right collaborators mm. to accommodate for growth that i think a lot of people experience in 2023 because again one of the things you learn very quickly is that you cannot do everything supply chain is extremely complex and inherent, inherently complex uh, and, 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 and 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 vast right and so no matter how ambitious you are as a business you, you realize very early that you can't do everything across the value chain you can't solve, solve every problem across the value chain Right, so finding the right co-collaborators to work with is definitely the second most important challenge that I think the logistics companies, platforms like ours, especially face in 2023. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, what has managing Topsh? What has it looked like? You know, managing you know a brand like Topship in the logistics space, being a CEO in the logistics space. What have you learned about the space this year? Yeah, so I think first of all, managing Topship, I think I think I definitely got lucky with the team that I have with working with me at Topship. Okay, um, they they make the work a delight, mm. right? And Shout out I to am, everyone! Shout out to everyone! At, yeah. yeah, that works with Moses. Yes, absolutely. They definitely make the work a delight, and so I'm grateful for them every single day. And in terms of what what I've learned as, as sort of like a, a as, as a businessman in this space in 2023, I think it's it's that it's, it's understanding how important you know pricing is. Um, I think is the most important thing that I learned is yes, we live in a price sensitive market, but it should don't be afraid to charge fairly for 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 good value. Um, if you're providing actual value for for a particular service, you should you should you should be confident in, in the way you charge for that because that's that's going to enable you to pro- consistently provide that level of quality um, as a business. And so, I learned that this year definitely in terms of just being confident enough to say, "Hey, this is the value that this service provides," and so. As a result of that, this is, these are the costs associated with it. I think that's number one. Number two is that it's very important to allow the user or the customer or the merchant make make their decisions mm. and not try to yeah, force decisions down down them. So one of the things we've done at Topship to be able to enable this is giving our merchants options. 
right? And we've continued to emphasize this, that we look, we're a platform and we provide you with options. That's one of our strong selling points, is that we provide you with the options that are necessary for you to make the decision. And I think I definitely, that I reinforced that learning again in 2023, is that yes, it's very important to provide the options and let the merchant make the, make the decision. Mm. That's definitely the way platform should work. And so for me, I was, I was definitely, that's definitely one of my key learnings in 2023. Mm, beautiful. Now, how should the players in the space think of and take stock of 2023? I'm talking everyone who plays in the space uh, on the continent. How should they take stock of 2023? How should they think about what happened in 2023? Yeah, I think I think definitely number one I would say is count your blessings. Um, um, count your blessings. We are in a very essential industry, and what we do is important, right? And if you look at your numbers, you'd see that yes, what we do is truly important because this was a difficult year for the global economy. But if you look at your numbers, you'll see that supply chain and international trade, international shipping, if you play in that space, is absolutely important and critical. And I think that's definitely number one, count your blessings. Number two is don't doubt the things you've learned, especially the ones you've learned more than once or over time. Don't doubt those things. You should understand that you learn those lessons for a reason and you should stick to them. I think those two things is, is, is definitely the thing that I would say we should remember as we take stock count your blessings it's not all doom and gloom it's very it's very easy to be in that whole cycle of oh my god this was such a difficult year but it's very important to also take take stock and, and sort of zoom out and count your blessings and then number two is don't forget the lessons you've learned this year note them down jot them down remember that you, sh- you remind yourself of them especially going into the next year you might you might come uh, come, come 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 on that road again and you might have to make a decision and so you shouldn't forget things you've learned prior very interesting now finally in terms of tech being imputed in the logistics business i'm talking blockchain uh, automation internet of things artificial intelligence ground drones all of these things um what role do you think they played in 2023 yeah so i think definitely one of the big features in 2023 was just the AI coming to the center of the of the conversation and and how AI is used to just to make the world better and and, and, and to just help in the scheme of things. And I think that definitely applies in our industry as well, with route planning and and, and, and route selection for, for merchants. That's definitely something we're going to see a lot more of going into twenty twenty four and beyond. And I think that that became came to the center of the conversation in twenty twenty three. And so, yes, just like every other industry, we benefit from new technologies all the time. And this is definitely one of them. And I think that we're really excited to see how this plays out going into, going into the future. Thank you very much for taking time out to share your thoughts with me on this episode. I really appreciate it. I've been speaking to Moses Enenwali, the CEO of Topship. Topship is a logistics company um, in on the continent of Africa and this episode has been is dedicated to the trends that shaped the logistics space in 2023 and I hope that these insights that we have shared that Moses has shared would help us in our stock taking of 2023 if you're in the logistics space 
or anything related to logistics space or if you're just looking for insights in the space and thank you very much again moses for the time thank you very much yeah i appreciate thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com